0: of the Agile Weekly Podcast. I'm Jade Meskill. I'm Derek Neighbors. And I'm Roy Vannawater. So, uh, we wanted to talk about a pattern that we've noticed lately of people who like to slow things down. That's for you listeners listening at two speed. So, we've uh, we've seen uh, on different teams, different companies, different environments, uh, that people have this fear of taking action uh what are some of the ways that you guys have seen people slow down the process of of moving forward of moving to something new
1: i mean i see a lot of discussion right so when i'm afraid of something i I think we call that uh slowing something down until I'm comfortable. So, hey, you guys are all going really fast. Like, uh, I'm not comfortable. Let's slow it down. So, hey, can we talk about what's the best way um, that we can solve this problem? Or, you know, I'm not so comfortable. You know, we haven't talked to Roy about it, and I think we really need to have Roy involved in this conversation. Or, well, I don't think the boss is... You know, going to be okay with that. I think we need to set up a meeting and figure out if that we would even be allowed to do something like that before we can really make a decision. And so, I, I see sometimes it uh, revolve around a decision. But a lot of times I see it just around action, right? Like we should be doing something, right? Like we should be moving something forward, but instead we're going to talk about it, right? Like, uh, well, let's talk a lot about what the new product should have in it. And let's talk about, you know, who, what the product should be like. And let's talk about who should be on the team instead of doing things to move some step closer to doing something.
2: So why don't people just do
0: things?
1: Because I think you have to then own the result. Well, let's talk about what.
0: Uh, how does that affect an agile team? So, if you have a team that is trying to uh, become agile, be more agile. What what side effect does this have on them?
2: Oh. I
0: think I think uh, McCarthy talked about it.
2: Jim McCarthy talked about it in terms of like you're slowing things down to the uh, lowest common denominator. Or I think Derek, you may, you've put it this way too, where you're slowing things down to the speed uh, to the comfort level of the least comfortable developer.
0: Mm. So what does that do?
1: Well, I mean, I think it I think it frustrates people who want to go faster, but I think what it really does is it retards people's ability to have cycles of doing, failing, correcting, doing, failing, correcting, doing, failing, correcting, mm. right? So if it takes me a long time to have action like there's a whole bunch of frustration and buildup and everything that goes along with that. And then when we actually do something and we don't get the exact result we want or it's not quite right and we have to go back and we have another long process, two things happen is we lose – we expend an enormous amount of energy, right, which is really, really valuable and time, which is the other thing that's really, really valuable. But we also slow down our ability to learn and correct. Where if we choose an action and it's not the right action and we learn something from it, that's probably quicker than if we debated, you know, ten diff- if we could debate three different ways to do something for 15 minutes and it only takes three minutes to do each one of those things, we could be done and know for certain which one is the right one quicker than if we sat and talked about which one might theoretically be the right one.
2: It's also frustrating uh, as like a developer because then all of a sudden you're demoted from having new ideas or you're, you're like it's now become a bad thing to have new ideas and to have new ways of doing things because anything you suggest is going to start this another chain of endless discussions. So you get in the mindset of like I better keep this myself because I don't want to talk about it.
1: Well, I mean, I think, I think there's studies out there that, that really show that, right? Like the that we, we get so afraid of putting out a wrong answer. Like that is in, in culture so bad to do that we stop putting out the scary ideas. And the scary ideas are usually the ones that have the best results. And so I think when you start to train yourself, like, you know, I'm really afraid of like throwing this out there or doing it or trying it, right? Like, and you debate it and you debate it and you debate it. You'll debate 20 really awesome things that will set you all the way um, forward in taking the worst idea. I see this all the time. We do uh, the ballpoint games. If you look that up, um, invariably, I'll see somebody who throws out an awesome idea that would probably quadruple to 10 times the team's productivity in this particular game, and then they usually laugh and step back and be like, ha-ha, just kidding, right? And in reality, if they would just go forward with that idea the team would be way more effective. And I think when people slow things down, it gives people more doubt and more time to second guess and to criticize their own thoughts and their own actions. And, and I think it just it breeds more inactivity, right? It literally becomes an energy sink.
0: So what happens with those people? The people that, if we're, if we're saying they want to slow things down to their most comfortable level, right? Uh, how do you deal with those? Well, first off, do those people actually ever get comfortable?
2: Like, is there any amount of discussion that actually ever gets those people at the comfort level they want to be?
0: Sure, if nothing happens, right? So I guess the only If, on- I, if the I can use it as a weapon to stop the- things from changing— So then- really the only way to effectively give the person the value
2: that they are looking for is to continue the discussion indefinitely and never actually do anything. Well, it sounds like we could just skip the discussion and not do anything.
0: <laughs>
1: right. I mean, I think a lot of times those people would prefer that, right? I, I don't, I don't think they're in love with the discussion. I think they're in love with the idea of <laughs> let's make myself comfortable with this. Well, if they don't
2: want to do it, why don't we just
0: give
1: them
2: the power to say I don't want to do this? And then, so how do you do that though? You have a team of people who are trying to work together. So in the past, we talked about using the decider, right? So the decider protocol requires unanimous vote. So if one person's out. Then it doesn't go through. So everybody has the power to say no, and every person is going to get listened to, and not listened to in the talk forever sense, but listened to in the like have their way sense.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I, th- I think it comes down to a, a couple of things. Like certainly, if you're using the core protocols, there's a whole lot built in that allows you to do that. But if you're not, I, I think you can still kind of handle it in one of two ways. One is like we refuse to not do anything. So we're going to do the best idea that we currently have. And if you have a better idea, awesome, let's hear it. But just slowing down to discuss is not going to be allowed. So, I mean, I think you can kind of just say, like, when we're in a discussion point, I think it becomes, hey, I think we should do X, Y, Z, right? And if there are people that, if multiple people are like, yes, let's do X, Y, Z, and somebody continues to, well, I want to slow it down, uh, part of me says, like, at that point, do you just kind of check out and say, I'm going to go spend my time doing something else, or... Do you say, I'm going to do X, like I'm no longer going to wait for you, like it's taken too long, I'm going to suffer whatever consequence comes from just taking action, that inaction is too much of a penalty already? I would rather suffer some other retribution for taking action than suffer the penalty and the uh, problems with taking no action.
2: I think there's a culture component to this as well, which is that if you have a culture in which everybody needs to be comfortable... You're gonna have problems in terms of going fast because, um, as as we often say, like if you're not going, if you're not uncomfortable, you're not going fast enough, right? So creating a culture where it's okay to be uncomfortable starts promoting that type of thought. And the other problem that you have is if you have a culture of uncomfortableness, that that speaks to you. You probably have, like, that's probably gonna be very tightly linked to a culture of no criticism and a culture of dishonesty. Like if we're a culture that's all about you being comfortable, Jade, then I can never criticize anything you do because I'm going to be making Which you is uncomfortable. True. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly.
0: No, I, th- I think you're touching on something really interesting. So there, there's a there's a reason. There's something behind uh, the motivation to slow things down. Right. It's not that people are completely unreasonable and uh, you know are ju- are just not uh, decent human beings. There there's a they're afraid of something. Right. Uh, have you have you ever worked with someone to help understand what it is that is behind their need to slow things down and help them overcome
1: that? I, I mean, I, I see yes, and I see a couple of patterns. One is a uh, lack of confidence. Mm. So you know, self-confidence? Uh, yeah, like self confidence. Like I I don't trust that I'm capable of doing this, whatever this is. So I don't want to take the action until I've got complete complete either assurance from other people that it's safe for me to take this action knowing... Uh, you know so there's a lot of validation that needs to happen right like uh, we need to go lift this 50 pound block but I don't think I can lift the 50 pound block so I want to discuss it not necessarily because I think I want to slow it down but I want you guys to pump me up to the point where you make me believe I can actually do it and when we get to that point then yeah I'm I'm full full-on willing to go do it and then I think another one that I tend to see is uh, which is like a flip side of that is um I don't feel comfortable admitting that I have a lack of confidence. So in mm. one, I think that the, the discussion is I'm really nervous about this and I, w- I want to go over this again and I want to understand. It. So, so somebody who's like, will you help me understand? Will you help me understand? Will you help me understand? And what they're wanting is that self affirmation, right? Affirmation, right? And then I think there's the flip side where I don't know how to do it, but I don't want to tell you I don't know how to do it. And so what I really want to do is I want to debate this thing to death because the thing you're asking me to do, I have no clue, but I know how to do this other thing over here. Even though I know it might not be the right thing, I'm going to argue to death that it's the right thing. Because if we do the thing you want, then I have to admit I have no clue how to do that.
2: And another variant as well is lack of trust that the other people know what they're doing. So argue it to death so that um, instead of like having a high-level discussion about it, agreeing that this is the way we're going to move forward and trusting that Derek is going to do it right, we argue about it endlessly and insist on ironing all of the details now, so that I can have yeah. full control over making sure that Derek does it the right way. Because I don't trust him to do it.
1: Yeah, I definitely think there's a control component there too. So fear that fear that people won't do it how I want it done. Right. Right. So I'll debate it to death just because I want to make sure that the stupid you gets every single detail right, and so I can't agree to I can't agree to take action that I'm not gonna personally do until I know that you've affirmed every single decision that could possibly be made about that action.
2: Which is interesting because I've definitely worked on teams where I did not trust the other people to make good decisions. And it was for good reason because they made stupid decisions <laughs> all the friggin' time. So how do you deal with that? Like, I guess that's part of the culture of honesty. You need to be able to say, like, hey, listen, you make stupid freaking decisions. Like, let's <laughs> talk about this.
1: Well, I mean, it's, it's bring, the, bring a better idea to the table, right? So, I mean, if everybody has to do the work, you know, I mean, maybe it's like, hey, that sounds great. Let's pair on it, yeah. right? Or... Hey, that's great, but why don't we check in every hour and make sure that we're going down the right path, right? I mean, I think there's a lot of ways to deal with uh, very real problems without necessarily having to slow down forward movement. I think well, that's the. I other- think I
2: think part of it though is that nobody actually wants to talk about the fact that they don't trust the other people. Sure. Nobody says I oh, am yeah. I am afraid that you aren't going to implement it the way I want to see it done.
0: Well, if you had a high-trust environment, you probably wouldn't be having this problem. I all guess right. that's, Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. It, well, And
1: I was going to say, I think another thing that tends to happen is uh, I think we're just like people are not good at breaking down requirements or stories or you name it. People are not good about breaking down decisions, right? So a lot of times it's like we are trying to negotiate every single detail in this really big thing before we take one step forward. Yep. Instead, if we said, like, can we all agree that we want to go east? Okay, yeah, we all agree we want to go east. Okay, let's start walking east. And as we are walking east, let's make a decision about, you know, how far we're going to walk or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And I think a lot of times that that's another... Um, kind of delay tactic is, you know, I don't want to start moving because, you know, what if we start going east and then, you know, in another two hours we decide we need to go north? Like, we could have gone diagonally and gone a lot faster. So, you know, I don't want to move from this seat until I know exactly where I'm going.
2: So you're just assuming from the principle that for the most part your gut feels right? And that sometimes you may be wrong and that you will suffer by having to walk back in the opposite direction to get back to where you started and then start heading north. But usually... When, the, when everybody agrees let's go east, you're probably going to end up going east.
1: Right. Well, and I mean I think you can slice it down into the decisions that are small enough to say like can we – you can find that baseline to say where is the real fear at, right? Like is the fear it, like moving altogether or is the fear in going east? Is the fear like – like right. what is it? And if we can get agreement with on 75% of the stuff, like that allows us to get moving why we figure out the other 25%. Like, you know, I was trying to schedule something with somebody with tight, sked everything else, and, and we neither one of us could hook up. And so, you know, this week I just said, can you come out between this date and this date? Like, no details, no, like, this is what we're going to do, this is what we're not going to do. Just can you make it out during this time? Yes or no, that would really help me. And the person was able to say... I have no idea what I'm committing to, but I can commit that I'll be available sometime within that week. And can we please talk in the next day or two to determine what those details are? Right. Like that allowed the conversation to move forward, but didn't require all of the details.
0: So uh, let's wrap it up here. Uh, We got about a minute left. What's our advice to people who are stuck in this challenging situation? Go faster.
1: I I would say anytime you start to feel frustrated at the speed that something's moving, it's a good sign that you should probably demand that action or decision be made.
0: So you need a a tool or some ability to make quick decisions and take action. And if the team is insisting on,
2: or if people are insisting on not being able to make decisions, get from them very concretely what it would take in order for them to be able to get to a place where they're making a decision. Or, I don't know, and if you can't get that, like, I don't know, that that's just going to be a huge problem. Check out probably at that point. Just leave. Go go do something useful because you're wasting your time. This person is telling you, I'm not comfortable. I don't know what it'll take to get me to be comfortable. So, talking to them isn't going to help.
1: I mean, I think that's exactly it, right? Like, I mean, it really is. If you get to that point where you're frustrated because stuff is not moving... Like, say, we need to get this moving. Here, here's what I think we should do. Can we get consensus? On, and, if, and if there's no way to get consensus, like, you're better off going doing something else. Yeah, because, just avoiding the, yeah. avoiding the,
2: what's it called, temptation of large groups and just right. have Mavic bravery and say, okay, we can't come to a decision. I'm going to go do this. Anybody who's welcome to join me.
1: Right. Or, or just, I'm, I'm going to go do something else that needs to be done that's mm-hmm. not related to this. And when you guys get to the point where you know what the hell you want to do, let me know. But I'm not going to sit here and spend more and more time trying to get you comfortable.
0: Hmm. Great. Well, thanks for listening to the Agile Weekly Podcast. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash agileweekly. We'd love to hear from you guys. Thanks for listening.
1: Is there something you'd like to hear in a future episode? Head over to integrumtechcom slash podcast where you can suggest a topic or a guest looking for an easy way to stay up to date with the latest news techniques and events in the agile community sign up today at agileweekly.com it's the best agile content delivered weekly for free the agile weekly podcast is brought to you by integrum technologies and recorded at gangplank studios in chandler arizona for old episodes check out integrumtech.com or subscribe on itunes
2: need help with your agile transition Have a question and need to phone a friend? Try calling the Agile hotline. It's free. Call 866-244-8656.